Welcome to another epic episode of Kazi's Audio Experience. This is the podcast where we're not only going to sharpen our technical skills, but we will learn how to become profitable as filmmakers. And guys, it will mean the world to me if you leave a five-star review and subscribe to this channel for more awesome content. Let's get into it. What's going on, guys? This is Kazi. Today, we're going to be talking about why slowing down is a must for creativity. It's something that you guys might not be familiar with when you think of me, right? Like, I'm all about go, 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 hit it hard, make things happen, don't slow down, work through the weekends, have a side hustle, all of that stuff, right? So I'm not saying to abandon all of it or any of it, but we're just going to talk about strategies that can help you be more productive in your day to day. So let's jump right in. I don't want to do a full origin story, but I want to start with like when I got into the whole social media game and I wanted to like, you know, build my personal brand, I was winning left and right. I mean, you guys remember like Marvin, you remember like you guys remember that are following me for a while, like since 2019. I mean, we're talking 500 you know, followers on Instagram to 800 to like 1,000 to 3,000. I remember hitting 10,000 followers and it was the end of the world. It's just like, dude, I'm so famous. I don't even know what to do with all this fame. Like life will never be the same. And then you hit 100K and it's just another day, you know? And I'm not saying to brag. I'm just saying like we get to a point where we start uh, becoming numb to our wins, which is one thing that I will tell you guys, don't ever do that. Always celebrate your wins, okay? Anytime something big happens, celebrate. One of my employees hit me up yesterday and said, I got my first check in the mail for $4,000 and he just went freelance and he was like super stoked, blow, you know, just going nuts. And I told him, I'm like, dude, take a moment. Just relax and go celebrate right now. Like work and wait, all those other things can wait. You need to make this event huge so then you have that positive association with winning like that. So then you would want it more and more. And it's not monetary. It's not about the money. It could be winning at anything. He is happy that for his talents, he's getting paid handsomely. And I told him to like, hey, make it monumental. You know, make it big. Because if you're not going to do it, no one else is going to do it for you. Let's jump right in, right? So when, like I said, when I was starting out, it was a lot of like, I told my brother, I told my little brother, I said, it feels like I'm stumbling through to the finish line. And I'm winning, I'm ahead, but I'm stumbling through, meaning I know the fall is gonna come. I know it's gonna happen. When is it going to happen? I don't know. And that is a sinking feeling. That That's just not a great feeling to feel like that, even if you're crushing it, and if you're killing it, and everybody is like, oh my God, this guy got it. I felt like, when is that fall gonna happen? Like it's coming, I don't know when. And more importantly, what happens is that by, you know, keeping up with that, you get tunnel vision, right? So you're focusing on the mundane stuff. And that was my thing. When you're first starting out, you're putting in the work. So you're, you're in the dirt, not necessarily in the cloud, as Gary, Gary V would say, right? So we're in the dirt, putting in work. It's really hard for those type of people to sit back and be the quarterback, right? look for big plays, right? Like just sit back and just look at like, how can I just make big moves instead of all of this being in the trenches? And that was my problem, right? And that was about like just going nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. 
so I had to learn to kind of detach myself from that mindset of just like, if I don't do the work, it's not going to get done to like, let me just find the right people to do the work. So then I can focus on expanding my brand and all the things that I want to accomplish or how many people I want to help. Um, I can be only in one place at one time. So if I didn't have the social media presence, we wouldn't have this many people watching this live. I can just only be on the phone with one person and help one person instead of like thousands or hundreds of thousands, right? So I had to like think big, but still keep it achievable. And that's my next step. So if you, if I'm telling you to kind of slow down and don't go ham and work like seven days a week, you're probably going, dude, then how do I get to the level that I want to be at? And let's discuss that level. So one of the biggest problems that people make um, is that, you know, the beginning of the year, everybody makes resolutions and like, you know, hey, this is what I'm going to do. These are my goals. The goals usually go like this. If your goal is to write a book, if your goal is to start a color grading company that's going to take out, uh, take down the giants like company three, those are more like dreams than a goal. All right. Now, I'm not saying you can never get there, but what I'm trying to tell you is that start with achievable goals. All right. And what are achievable goals? Achievable goals would be writing one page a day for the next 90 days to develop a system and processes like develop a system for writing so then you can write your book. Um, uh, an achievable goal for a colorist would be to grade one thing a day for the next 90 days and then post it on social every day to build that social presence, get the word out, get that exposure, attract the directors and cinematographers that you want to work with, get big brands under your belt, build that pedigree that other people want to work for you and eventually you go from a freelancer to a company you, you, you know, you pick up what I'm putting down here. So like, this is how you got to build that, right? Like, so you have to have systems and processes in place. And again, always think like a quarterback, like sit back and look at the bird's eye view. Like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? How can you get there efficiently instead of like through just, you know, sheer brute force? The next thing that I want to talk about is you know, whether, and again, these are all practical things, the things that I've done, whether it's working out seven days a week or actually working seven days a week nonstop, eventually it just becomes like a one big blur, right? Like it's just, it's, I mean, just another day, right? Same shit, different day. Like it just becomes that thing. So my plan for you instead would be to work Monday through Friday, go hard for five days, and the schedule should be somewhere around like, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Let's just say 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. with one hour break, you're basically putting in like solid 10 hour day. And trust me, if you genuinely put your phone on do not disturb and put your head down and go, you can accomplish 100% of your goals if you give 10 hours a day to that, okay? Enjoy your nights and your weekends, like uninterrupted. And when I say uninterrupted, I mean, don't go on your social, I mean, you can go on your social media, but don't look at like random Joe um, killing it, working through the weekend, editing his video and then feel bad for yourself. Then you just go, oh my God, if he's doing that, I'm wasting my time watching a game or hanging out with my wife. Because the way you got to look at it is that maybe Joe didn't work as hard as you did through the week. So now he's making, making up for lost time. Okay. So there's always that to the story. Don't trust every single thing that you see. And I'm not just talking about don't trust anything you see on the internet. Don't trust 
you know, anything that you see, just even with your neighbors, because when they hang out with you, it's a different version of, you know, them that you're getting than the true, you know, version of them. So always keep that in mind. Personally, I value focus over brute force, okay? Focus will help you get results and it will turn you into a result-driven person, whereas brute force will give you the illusion that you're doing a lot, but it's basically you stuck in a hamster wheel. That's what's happening. You're moving really fast, you ain't going nowhere, okay? So that's what brute force does. Once again, literally talking about all the things that I've gone through and when I do these lives, I just go through all my failures. Like, what didn't work? What didn't work? What didn't work? And then how can we flip it? I can give them an example of like, what I did didn't work, and then what you guys can try, and hopefully it will work for you. You know, it really comes down to like, if in your head, success is going to come at a cost of losing friends and family uh, or relationship with them, quality time with them, if it's going to come at like, by literally stripping every single ounce of fun from your life um, to be somewhere and you think that's the price that you got to pay, then it's not the thing for you. Then you shouldn't be doing that, right? I'm not telling you to just turn into a couch potato, but there's a fine line, okay? And it's when you build systems and processes and, you know, I'm so hot on systems and processes, right? And it's because once you have certain things in place, like, and this room is all hooked up, you know, for shooting. So like, you know, you see the sound panels. So like, it's always like, it sounds amazing. Like it sounds like a studio in here. Uh, the TV is hooked up wirelessly uh, for a grading session. So if I have clients right here, they're sitting looking at that. That's 100% always hooked up. Uh, if I want to shoot a video, it takes me like two minutes to set up my lights. And through my app, I just hit one button and all the color, you know, all the lights come on the way I want them. I hit record, exposure is perfect, everything is ready to go. So what is that? That is the system and process, you know, processes that I'm talking about. Once you build that, you take out friction from this entire process, it's really easy for me to kick out videos. It don't matter if I'm working five days a week. It doesn't matter if I have family in town. It doesn't matter. And none of those things matter because I got the process down. So I can just turn it on frictionless kick out a video, I'm ready to go. So you have to figure out ways to do that for yourself. And once you do, you don't necessarily, once again, have to be, you know, like have that brute force, like, you know, force yourself into, um, you know, being successful. You can be very methodical, uh, strategic, and then knock it out of the park every single time. This, this was like really like the main thing that I wanted to just get out and kind of start a dialogue. I do want to take some questions now, uh, but ultimately guys, um, I'm going through it right now, right? Like, I mean, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I mean, I, I've been laughing in my stories and all of a saying like, I'm watching soccer or I'm playing FIFA, but that is the truth right now for me. Like I'm taking gigs, I'm working on gigs, I'm expanding my company, um, hiring employees and having them do more. Basically what happens is that, you know, like the thing that you guys are familiar with, like they say programmers, computer programmers are the laziest people because they just don't want to do things. So then they create an app, an automation, you know, service that just does it for them, right? So I feel like entrepreneurs are lazy people as well because as like I get to a level where I want to be in life, I take more of a backseat and 
there is more opening opening in my schedule, like openings in my schedule. And what's really happening is that I'm just figuring out, okay, I can do this thing. It can take me 20 hours a week. If I hire, you know, Mark to take over, you know, this whole thing, yes, I'm going to pay him this much, but now I just opened up 20 hours, like, you know, from my week. So now it's up to me what I want to spend it on. Am I, I going to put on another masterclass right now and just grind, grind, grind? Am I going to... Uh, maybe start working on the masterclass and then spend 10 hours there and then 10 hours with my family, right? Like, you know, I just, I don't talk to my older brother a lot, but like when we play FIFA, that's the time that we hang out. So like, let me just incorporate that into my routine. And now I'm like hanging out with my older brother, you know, and that's important to me. So you know what I mean? So it's like, what is that for you? How do you have to like, where do your priorities lie? And don't ever... I feel like everybody has to just stop feeling guilty because I am the ultimate victim of that where like ultimate victim of that. Like you just go online and you just look at everybody is just winning. Everybody is murdering it. Everybody is killing it. And then you go online and you go, I am the ultimate loser. It doesn't matter. I suck ass. I can't do shit. This guy just, you know, he, he's nobody. And then he does an event and thousands of people show up and da 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 like, you know, I can't even do that. Like, you know, you just get inside your head and all of a sudden you're just like reek from Game of Thrones. It's like game over. You, you just like, you lost at your own game, right? And instead, like what I'm trying to tell you is that free yourself of that. It, it's not easy. I'm, I'm still working on it. I will be working on it till the day I drop, but it is a good start. And for me, it's just like, sitting back, realizing all my wins, everything that is good in the world and, and like how I'm contributing to that, how close I am to my friends and family, how available I am like mentally. Like there's so many people that will physically be there, but I'm like, you're talking to them and it's like your, your words are going through them. They're not mentally there. They're there, the body is there, but they're not necessarily listening to you because they're, they got too much going on. That doesn't mean that they're more important than you. That just means that they are shit at prioritizing. So, you know, they bring their baggage into even the five minute or 10 minutes or half an hour that they hang out with you. So try not to be that person. Try to build, again, systems and processes. Be rock solid in that put all your eggs in the focus basket than the brute force basket and like really figure out ways to like be efficient, whether it's color grading, right? Like, I mean, I, I tell everybody like, hey, go check out uh, my free webinar about the no tree, like how to set up a proper no tree because I kid you not, how many people probably struggle with their shot matching or grading in general because they just don't have that art down. So if you don't have that art down, like you're just going to be spending hours and hours and days, you know, just chasing your own tail. Then if you figure out a way to have a proper note tree, all of a sudden the shot matching takes five minutes instead of like one day to just shot match, you know? So things like that, right? Like, I mean, it could be like really simple things. Like when you find the answer for that, boom, nobody's taking that away from you. Now that's part of your system, right? So I'm going to take some questions. So the first question is, what's the best approach for daily color grading achievements without stressing? So, I mean, you know, for, I'm assuming that you just mean like, how can I just, you know, get going like in terms of grading once a day? Don't like stress, you don't want to include the word stress into what I'm trying to tell you to do because the second the stress enters, 
the doubt enters with it. And when the doubt enters, it will make you not do that one thing. So uh, you're going to start feeling lethargic. You don't feel like it. You will feel like, you know, you're, you're feverish. Like maybe you're just having a bad day. Um, you actually are just going to take a nap instead. And again, saying all those things because I've been there. I've done that. So instead, what you really need to do is you need to just go, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to start playing with my uh, primaries, you know, controls. Like, what is that? Like lift gamma gain? Like, what is what is it really doing? Let me just mess around with it. Okay, interesting. All right, I saw Kazi's video. He talked about using custom curves. Um, I never messed around with it. I only played around with custom curves in, let's just say, Lightroom or Photoshop. Let me just see how it works in Resolve. Okay, that's what I'm going to do today. And then another day, it could be one more thing. So don't stress out about it so much. And then let's just say day one, you only mess with primaries. And then you want to post that look. When you post that look, explain what you did. Like, be transparent. People fucking love transparency. That is something that in our industry, people don't do a lot of because everybody just has like a weird ass complex that they're just like the imp imposter syndrome. Everybody's, it's just our ind industry is infested with it. No, two things, scarcity. Nobody wants to share what they know because they just feel like, you know, if I tell you how I grade, you're going to take all my clients and I'm going to be bankrupt and uh, I'm going to be homeless. That is fucking bullshit. That's number one that happens in our industry. And number two, the imposter syndrome where whatever I have to share is not good enough. So why even try? So knock off those two like garbage mindsets and instead go online and when you try to like create a look, like doing whatever, right? What's up, Nick? What's happening, brother? My partner in crime. So when you create a look, and let's just say it's the most basic tools that you've used, and the look is not even that great. It's just a color correction. It's not even a grade. Who cares? Post it online and then explain that, hey, just starting out with uh, Resolve, first time trying out a few things, uh, didn't even know that Lyft did X, Y, and Z. Didn't even know what gain you can do, da, da 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 Like whatever, right? Like whatever was going through your head when you were messing with it, that is your caption. People are going to fucking love you for it. Like it don't, it doesn't even matter if you have two followers. You're going to have two followers. You're going to have 100% like basically what I'm saying, engagement, even if you have two followers. That's a huge thing. If you have four followers and four people comment on your stuff every single time, you got way better engagement than I do. Okay, so this is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, you have to look at all those things from, from a different lens. So, if you complicate it for yourself, of course, it's going to be complicated. But I always believe in taking out, you know, uh, frictions. Just make every process frictionless. And as soon as that happens, it's just a game changer. Then it's a part of your routine. It's, a, it's your lifestyle. And then that's what you do. Great question, though. I'm going to take a few more. I mean, that's a good one. What does slowing down look look like for you? So for me, slowing down would be what I just explained, right? Like I was the guy who was doing cardio. I, I have a bad back, so I stopped lifting and then I just started uh, doing cardio seven days a week, so no time off. And, and that's what I mean by like days ran into each other. I didn't know like which day was which. So I was doing that seven days a week. Um, and I was working nonstop, right? Like I just never stopped. It could be 10 p.m. and I'm checking my emails, right? It could be 11 p.m. and I'm going through my DMs, right? And it's 1 a.m. and I'm uh, writing the agenda for what I want to do next week. So 
it's always been that. So right now, currently, what I'm working on is really sticking to the, all right, I got to close my shop at 7 p.m. Sharp. 7 p.m. Done. Okay, I'm not checking my emails. I'm not checking my DMs. None of that is happening. I mean, my wife, the lover to death, you know, she is an employee, you know, at Kazi and Co. So she's the one who's basically going through majority of my emails. So all that is being handled there. So then I don't have to worry about it. Okay. And then I got employees that are working on other aspects of like creating reels or doing whatever. So I have that happening. So I don't have to worry about that. So now the idea is to like, hey, break the monotony. How can I break the monotony so like things just don't run into each other? My back is getting better. So with that, I started lifting again. So now I'm working out four days a week instead of seven days a week. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and I got three days off. So all of a sudden I can breathe again. Like there is like this, this break through the week. And I'm just like, okay, like Wednesday is the day when I don't work out and I got to do a live instead and I got to do a YouTube video instead. So it's a recording day. So like I broke up my week like that and every day is exciting because every every day is something different right i'm working with clients monday tuesday sometimes thursday friday and then i'm doing my youtube like you know promoting my personal brand on wednesday and then i'm trying my hardest to take saturday sunday off which obviously is not happening this saturday because i'm going to be doing a live webinar but that only happens three times a year so it's not a big deal but that is my current goal right now and then when i'm like i said when i'm taking my time off i'm just shutting it down like i don't care if i go online and you know somebody just posted one of the people that i follow they just posted that they just you know struck a contract with like a biggest freaking whatever company out there and they're doing this and that like amazing that's great for them and if they're working through the weekend perfect i was there i did that but now the goal is, and that's not just because somebody has to get somewhere, make it to be like that. I am trying to tell you that you don't have to do what I did for all these years because if I was talking to me 10 years like later me, he would have told me that, yo, dude, like, you know, it's the hamster wheel situation. Like you gotta, you gotta slow down. You can still hit all your goals and you can do it more efficiently and it's gonna be so much better and you're not gonna stress yourself out. You're not gonna stress your... A family out, everybody around you, you're not going to be in a mood because you have a tough week, right? How many times does that happen, right? Like we have a, we have a crazy week coming up. Everybody's going to know about it in the family, friend circle, all of that, right? Because we just got that aura around us. Like, you know, we're agitated. So how can we be mindful? How can we just slow ourselves down and just go, it's okay. Like, Next 20 minutes, I want to sit down and I want to come up with a plan. How can I attack all these things in a way where everything gets done, yet I don't sacrifice on the on the um, principles that I have I've created for myself, the value system that I got going on where I need to shut down my shop at 7 p.m. I need to take weekends off. How can I then do all of that other stuff? Now, let me just go back to this. A lot of my advice is for people that are freelancers, right? Or entrepreneurs. Um, let's say you have a full-time job and you're like, dude, I listened to this whole thing, but there was nothing in there for me. So I do apologize for that because I feel like, yes, if you have a nine to five, how the hell are you going to squeeze all that other stuff like your side hustle? So then in that case, you have to like kind of expand it a little bit, right? Like you got nine to five, you come home, take two hours off, 
right? Like five to seven, seven thirty, and then from seven thirty to nine thirty, you give yourself two hours to work, and then spend an hour, hour and a half with your wife, with your loved ones, whatever, right? But again, don't just go all night. Like you have to figure out a way. Two hours, like for my side hustle throughout the week. That's it, right? Like that's what I want to do, and I'm gonna do four hours on Saturday, and I'm gonna take Sunday off. Like when you put these limitations and restrictions on yourself. I promise you, deadlines are your best friend. Deadlines are everybody's best friend. So let me just be transparent with you guys. Yesterday I woke up and I told my wife like the day before, she asked me, she's like, are you going live? Are you going live this week? And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go live, but I'm gonna do a talking head tomorrow, okay? And then I wake up the next morning and she had already made a story uh, promoting my live. And I just went like this, like I'm about to have breakfast and I'm just sitting down and I'm going, I can't go live. I have like so much stuff that I got to do. I can't squeeze in a live right now. I don't have time to prep it and all that stuff. I wish she hadn't done that. And then I stop myself right there and then and I go, you know what? It's done. Now I'm committed and I have to do it and I'm going to bring it. Like I got to go all in. If people are going to show up, if people are going to be there to spend their time with me, then I need to do my best to provide the most value. And then everything became, like the negative became positive. And then I just went with it. I ran with it because now I was committed. So in your life, build these like, what do I want to call it? Limitation is a terrible word. That's not what I'm looking for. In your life, you have to give yourself deadlines for everything. Like just give deadlines to yourself, like create deadlines for yourself, for everything. And in the beginning, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be unnatural because it's not like your boss telling you to get this done by Friday. But imagine if your bo boss doesn't tell you to get it done by Friday. If he just tells you this needs to get done, don't you think that it's never going to get done? We've all been there. But as soon as you have a deadline that, hey, we have a meeting at 3 p.m. and I want this done by 2.45 before the meeting, you're like, all right, it's going to get done. If I was going to take a week before, now you're going to get it done in freaking three hours before the meeting, right? So that's the mindset. You have to create that for yourself. And the reason why I attack topics mostly for um, freelancers is because it's really hard to be a freelancer. Like it's hard to be your own boss. It's hard to hold yourself accountable day in and day out. It is really tough. Like even at a point where you're running a company. Um, I'm waking up every morning and giving myself an agenda. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm waking up every morning and hitting up my clients to see if they need any help. How can I assist them? I'm waking up every morning, figuring out a way to like get on a Zoom call with my team to figure out what's the plan, what's happening, what are we doing, what's next. But most of the time, it's not even what. I also need to know the answer too. So you get what I'm saying? It's, it's ridiculous. It's a lot easier to just like punch in and out and have somebody tell you what to do and then you can just come home and watch Narcos all night long, right? So that's the life that we choose and that's why I feel like majority, like I'm sort of like freelance biased and like entrepreneur biased, like all my stories and everything because first of all, my only full-time job was for two years uh, when I first came out of college. So like I moved to California and I worked with the company uh, for a year and a half, two years, and that was my only full-time job. After that, I started my own business, uh, started my own company, started freelancing, and then from there, 
you know, eventually entrepreneurship, like got into this role. But, you know, I want to stay true to like what I've done and share my experiences with you other than just like regurgitating something I read in a book. Um, and that that's, you know, where that comes from. So just wanted to give you guys a little context. And also, uh, if your days are structured, if you're working a full-time job, I feel like it's easier for those people to kind of then trickle that into their, they, they are used to the systems and processes, right? Whereas freelancers, I, I just get DMs day in and day out, like where people are just like, hey, Kazi, like having a hard time staying motivated. You know, how can I get inspired? Um, you know, I, I was pumped to do this, you know, last week, but now I don't want to do it anymore. Da, 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 da. Okay. Um, let's take a few more questions. Do you also take breaks when you are stressed out because of a deadline? Hell yeah. I mean, I shut down. Like when I'm on a deadline, I straight up just shut down. Like there are times when I have, I need to get a lot done and I'll do random shit. Like I'll, uh, I'll hit up my wife. So like, let's just say today is booked. I got 10 things to do and I have to just go. I'll just like reach out to, like I'll text my wife and be like, hey, you want to go for lunch? And she, she'll be like, well, don't you have like da 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 do? And I'm like, yeah, but... I think it'll be fine. And she's like, no, it won't be fine. Like, get to work. And then I'm like, all right, like, here's my accountability coach, right? Like, then I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to go. But happens all the time, man. Or like, you know, sometimes you do need a break. Like, sometimes I will do that where I made a commitment that I'm going to put out a YouTube video. I couldn't come up with a concept. And I'm like, just beat. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, maybe I should skip this week. Who cares? I can just skip this week. My people love me. They will understand it's not going to be a big deal. And then what I would do is like, uh, recently that happened. I just had the hardest time coming up with a concept for the video. So I literally just texted my wife and said, I'm going to take a nap. And I wanted to take a nap for 20 minutes. I ended up sleeping for like five hours. I woke up at 11 p.m. And I'm like, what the F just happened? I woke up at 11 p.m. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm going to pull an all-nighter. I'm going to make a video. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to keep my commitment. I'm ready to go. And I did. And I'm proud of it. Right? So it's not necessarily, you know, you, there's nothing wrong with you if you want to take breaks when you are stressed. It's all about how do you recover from it. Right? So like anytime we're stressed, we cave in. You know, everybody has their own vices. Right? Like, I mean, we just kind of want to shut down all those things. But it's not that. That is natural. That is like a human response. It's what do you do? How do you make a comeback from that? So you need to focus on that thing. Like, accept that right now you want to be lazy. Accept that you this is the last thing that you want to do right now. Accept those things that, A, it's okay. That That's what makes me human. Because I feel like a lot of people start beating themselves down there, right there and then. They're just like, why am I doing this? Kazi wouldn't do that. You know, James wouldn't do that. Like, these people that I know wouldn't do that. Why am I doing that? Well, Kazi is telling you right now that Kazi does do it. Like, I mean, I, it happens to all of us. So I've learned to accept that, that, hey, if I'm playing FIFA, I don't care, man. I could be up for like 36 hours. And if you tell me that, hey, dude, like, let's jump on, let's play. I'll be like, I am charged. I'm stoked. I'm going to dope up on some caffeine and let's go for the next 20 hours. We're going. But if you tell me, yo, dude, like work on this thing or that thing that I don't want to do, I'm just going to be like, bro, like I didn't sleep well last night, blah, blah, blah. Like I got to call it, man. I got to call it an early night, y you know? So we've all been there. So I've learned to just accept that shady shit that I do and go, 
I will do that, but now I just need to acknowledge it and then figure out a way, how am I going to spin it? How am I going to like turn it around? And as long as I can turn it around, that's a big win for me. These questions are great. I am loving every single thing that you guys are throwing at me. I'm gonna see a few more questions and then we're gonna call it, okay? Okay, so this is a great one. I feel ready to leave my nine to five based on limited progression, but I'm nervous to go freelance. And this is from my dude, Marvin. If you didn't feel that way, there was something wrong with you, right? I mean, you know, Cardone once said, once said like, he's like, you know, when you go, when you go the entrepreneur route and start your own business, you're unemployed every day that you wake up because nobody's fucking paying you a check. You're going to make your money. You're going to be the one who's going to put in something to get like to earn money, right? It's not just like me showing up at freaking, you know, at the Apple store because I work there and every other week, like on Friday, I get paid. That's not what's happening. So yes, it's going to be tough and it's going to be terrifying. But honestly, I, I swear to God, I'm just thinking really hard right now. I can't come up with one person that went the freelance route and ever came back to me and went, actually, let me take that back. I have a few people that tried the freelance thing and they're just like, oh, I don't know about that, man. It didn't really work for me. But the problem with them was that they were not 100% committed to begin with. If you're gonna go, you gotta burn the fucking ships. Like, that's just the way to do it. Anything that I've done in my life Build the fucking plane while flying it. Like, I mean, it's just, it's a saying between my little brother and I, we say it all the time. And that's just what needs to happen. Like when, especially when you're starting a new venture, like all in, like there is no going back. That is the way. That's how you're going to be successful. If you're going to have it, that's why it's really important for people or impossible for people that got a little cushiony job, like, you know, money coming in, they got something going on. It's really hard for them to leave that for something new. It was the best advice that my older brother gave me, which I will be indebted to him my entire life. When he told me, he's like, oh, I was going to school for IT, right? I was going to become a, a net network engineer. So my major was uh, network engineering. And then my minor was a small business entrepreneurship. So I was going to become an engineer and he, I told him, I'm like, bro, I'm not feeling it. Like, he's like, what do you, what are you feeling? And I'm like, I always wanted to fucking do something in the film industry. Like when I was a kid, like I would shoot all this stuff and do all that. And it's cool. I don't know exactly what I want to do or what everybody does. Um, you know, when it comes to filmmaking, but I want to do something in that. And he just goes, then you have to make that decision right now and you have to do it right now. Okay. That was the best advice. And I asked him, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm literally six months away from graduating. Don't you think it's a good idea to graduate, get a job, make good money, and then I can afford to go back to school and do all that other stuff? He's like, no, you'll never go back to school, bro. Like once you're gonna be established as a network engineer and the money starts coming in, there's no freaking way that you're gonna give all that up to start over. So he's like, you have to do this right now and you gotta go all in. That was the best advice. That is my dad's advice who brought us from a different country and it's like literally burned his freaking ships came over here for us and just put everything on a platter for us and said fly son fly so it's like this is where we come from so it's like this is where our hunger comes from that it's like hey we've seen that firsthand from our dad to do that for us so then we have the same we bred from the same dna 
we're going to come out there and do the same exact thing that burn the ship and just go all in. So I'm going to tell you, Marvin, you got to do the same thing. It's just like you got to commit to it because I promise you, which I don't even want to tell you, the ultimate worst case scenario is going to be like, you're going to crash and burn. You're going to give it one year. Nothing is going to happen, which by the way, I know you and you're going to be an amazing, amazing freelancer because you got the that people skill. Once you have those, those like people skill, it's game over because that's what it's all about. It's like, you know, if I was looking for colorists, I would hire you, right? Because I like hanging out with you. And that's what's going to happen. Like, that's what you're going to start like picking up on, like with your personality and you have the talent, people are just going to want you around. And with that, like you just got clients for life. You got them. So I know things about that's going to happen with your freelance career before you do, because I've hired freelancers and I was a freelancer. So it's like, that's all I'm just trying to tell you. It's going to be really easy. But of course, you know, your reality is your reality. But yeah, you should definitely go in. I mean, it's a long-winded winded answer, but I feel like it needed some explanation and some context because a lot of you probably are in that situation. So I think anybody that goes free, you know, the freelance route and go all in, they never look back. Their life is completely transformed forever. And uh, it's a lifestyle. It is the best lifestyle. It's amazing. Like my wife and I get to have a whole day to ourselves every Thursday. Why isn't it the weekend? But the Thursday, because we fucking can, because we run our own businesses, like we do what we want, when we want, and it, we don't sacrifice at anything. It's not like we're losing business, none of that, right? But we get to do that during the week because doing anything over the weekend sucks, right? You got to stand in long lines, all that stuff. Thursday, everybody's at work. We can just do our thing in peace. So what I'm saying is like freelancing and you know, entrepreneurship, like business allowed me to do that, to create something like this, which is very important to me. And then it gets me going. Um, so the pros outweighs like the cons fucking 10 to 1, 100 to 1. So like, I mean, if you can go freelance, everybody should give it a try. And when you do try it, you must go all in. Do you think starting with virtual production a good plan? Virtual production is an amazing plan. I mean, that's what I did. You know, the Post Village was a virtual studio. And um, I had a couple of employees uh, from overseas. So I had uh, an, an employee uh, from Ukraine and another one from India. So I had two employees and I would just like feed them stuff. So like I take a job, I literally just pick it up, upload it, have them attack it. And I keep a cut, finder's fee if you want to call it. And then, you know, pay them handsomely so they're super happy. But I'm not paying them in USD. So everybody's winning. They're winning. I'm winning. And that was the operation. That's what I was doing. So I feel like Virtual Studio is an amazing... I feel like everybody should just always start, like, start with the Virtual Studio. Because a physical location is only justified if you can get those massive clients that will pay the lease on your property because it's just a wasted space. Nobody, and especially if we've learned one thing after you know the whole COVID debacle, is that people don't like being in a space. Like They just want to do their own thing at their own time, right? And as long as it's gonna get done. So a lot of people got used to it uh, and everything got done. So what I'm saying is like, yes, virtual studio uh, for the win. Guys, that's gonna do it. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I'm like literally starting to like lose my voice. This was epic. 
always appreciate your guys' questions, seriously. And the thought that you guys put into each comment and question means the world to me because it helps me out a lot. It, it's, it's really difficult to just always come up with shit on your own. So it's amazing to just get that from you guys and then bounce that off. I will see you guys in the next one. Until then, peace. And guys, thank you so much for sticking around till the end. Please leave a five-star review and make sure you're following this channel. I will see you in the next episode.